0: Hey guys, this is John Domine, and welcome to another episode of In the Spray Room, SOLD's podcast with some of the best and brightest artists on the streets today. We're bringing out the latter side of these creatives by talking to them in a less structured environment. Today's SOLD crew consists of myself, Christy C. NYC. Hello. Bike Girl. Hello. And Brooklyn's own Big Ronnie. What's up, Brooklyn? For our daily online content, check us out at soldmagny.com. Follow us on all the socials uh, at Mag. And before we introduce our special guest today, Big Ronnie, tell us what's going on. Well, we've got some interesting things going on, John. How are you? Great. Thank you.
1: Bite girl. Quarter mid-sip. All good. hmm T-sips. Now, John, for, before I get into our special guests and, you know, calendar events like we normally do, I want to talk about your background as a teacher because today we are going to be talking about letters and numbers. Oh, yeah. So, I know those. Now, I was never good at my eight times tables. I was only good up until about 64, eight by eight. Really? Like eight by nine, I got to think about Even it. Even to this day? Right now. Really? How often do I have to go eight by nine on the spot without thinking about it for a second or two? It doesn't matter. Does it? I mean, I. I go. Can, eight
0: eight times tables. My eights? Yes. Oh, okay. Eight, six. I taught kindergarten, but I shouldn't have to know this. Eight, sixteen, twenty four, uh, yeah, thirty two. Yeah, no, I didn't. right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's about
1: all I can do. So think about that. Work on that while I read the calendar of events. We're going to run good. a couple of, through a couple of things uh, coming up. Uh, due, Saturday, June second, we have Bushwick Collective. It's super exciting. It's uh, be great. Always a great block party, uh, Biker. What was your favorite piece there last year?
2: Oh gosh, um, I have a couple because last year really was a year of the collaboration. So it's going to be between the Dasik and El Seque's piece, and gotta always give props out to Cyprus. The piece he did of Kelly Giddish was pretty insane.
1: It was beautiful. That was the the blonde lady with the finger up her nose. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very cool. John, how about you? What was your favorite piece there?
0: You know, I think I also like the, the collab. No, no, I no. Like... You can't pick <laughs> somebody else's I'm answer. Not, I'm just saying the collab in general, but okay. I'm saying I actually like the Pixel Poncho and um, Case McLean.
1: Mm. Christy? Uh,
3: I like the Chore Boogie wall.
1: I was a fan of the D-Face one, the the lovers facing each other. That was a very, very cool piece. So, so sharp is stuff. Okay, so we're looking forward to Bushwick Collective. That's going to be fun. The weekend after that, Saturday, June 9th, is uh, going to be uh, Welling Court. Yes, it is. And we are happy to say that we are going to be taking part at Welling Court. Uh, we're going to be doing some podcasts. Uh, hopefully, we're going to be uh, working with them ending a tour there that day. So we're going to be busy. Christy, you available? Are you going to come hang out with us?
3: Definitely, I'll be there.
1: Awesome. Now, uh, Biker, what day is Gov Ball? That one Is is that Saturday, June 2nd also, the same day uh, as yeah, Bushwick? Yeah,
2: that's the, that's the first weekend in June. Um, we don't know yet who the artists are going to be, but it's always a great time and a great group of artists that paint the pieces for the Gov Ball.
1: Very cool. So, Moniker. Oh, yeah. We had a great time at Moniker. We interviewed, how many, how many artists was it Stella, 16, 17? 19. 19 artists. Now, I'm very happy to say that our... Recording quality was probably the best ever, and that's because Erica was handling the levels.
0: Nice shout out to, to Erica. Well,
1: you know, you have to you know support those who support you, and gotta you know she does a good job on the levels. Now, John, what was your what was your favorite interview moniker?
0: I think I liked uh, Mears. Uh, yeah, I think the Mears and Marie interview was really great. I thought they. It just followed on the heels of their video that they had and the whole discussion they had about Five Points, and I thought it was just great. He brought up other things, um, as we do here, in a less structured environment, and I thought it was really just... He opened up a, about a lot of uh, different things related to that, so that was great. How about
1: you, Bike Girl? Oh,
2: gosh. There were so many. Um... Honestly, I enjoyed, as I'm going to say again, talking to Optimo just because he's been on the streets for a long time and it was nice to get a window into the people that were here before the new wave.
1: Not just that. I think Optimo's just perspective on life, his paradigm through, you know, after what he's been through is just dope. Yeah, I he's, agree. He's, he's, you know, I don't want to call him street edge or anything like that. He's, he's, he's on his way. He's, he's not messing around with the stuff he used to. But he's, he's clear of mind. He's clear of vision right now. I think uh, I think he's going to be one to, to, to continue to follow.
2: Oh, definitely. Definitely one to watch.
1: How about you, Christy? Who was your favorite person we spoke to? Uh,
3: definitely, I would say, FINDAC. Uh, but close second, I liked Lamore Supreme. That was a very good interview.
1: Our only interviewee who was on Mushrooms. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he mentioned that that was a great chat a couple of people um, Abe Lincoln Jr. told me he listened to that and enjoyed that chat that was a good one
2: it was a lot of fun
1: for me it was the Jonathan Levine interview I think we learned a lot about what a gallerist is looking for today and how artists can appeal to them and work with them and what what really is successful at that level Uh, I know I learned a lot that was a good chat
2: definitely I have to agree
1: okay so John we're going back to letters and numbers
0: Oh, yeah. Mm. And you mentioned we have two guests today.
1: We do. That is also a number. Nice. So our guests today are spending time in New York City, and we're very happy to sit down with them, D7606 and C3. Hello, guys. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Hiya. So let's talk about you two just art-wise. You each have your own pages. You each maintain your own identities. But how how is that? Just in general, is it? do you find that you should work together, you don't want to work together? I like working on my stuff, she likes working on her stuff, how is that?
4: Um, I think because a lot of my stuff is hand-drawn and Dee's is a lot more kind of done on the computer and I think, to be honest, I can be a little bit lazy sometimes in my work whereas Dee like will do a lot more than what I will do, so I think working together... Sometimes we say we should do a collaboration, and then he'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll get this idea, I'll do this and that, but then I'm too lazy for it to actually happen. So (laughs) we kind of keep everything separate.
1: So you're the reason that there's no collabs? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, (laughs) got it. Pretty much, pretty much. Now, is that okay with you, Dee, or would you prefer to uh, work on some fun stuff?
5: Uh, Yeah. Well, well, if I go back to kind of when we first met, I think almost one of the first things we did, we we actually sat down and we did that collab, didn't we? That's how we almost got to know each other, really, and stuff. So, yeah, it's always... It's always good to do stuff. But again, our styles are so different. Yeah, I'm sitting there tapping away and everything's computer-based, printed out, cut out, uh, where you're, you're drawing away. Being a proper artist, as I always say. No, no, yeah, no. No, I know. No, no, no. no. <laughs> we don't put down
1: any artists on the podcast, yeah. including yourself. Yeah, okay. No self-deprecation. We don't allow it. Mm-hmm. So, t- talk to us a little bit more about your style. Obviously, you're, you're, you're computer aided. You do the digital form that goes, uh, gets printed out, and put on the street. Mm-hmm. Now, what what uh, what drives that? Where where is it coming from? Instead of wanting to pick up a pen or something like that.
5: Um, to be honest with you, I can't draw, and that's. Um, but I suppose where I started doing my art was years and years ago. It was um, it was uh, guys that I knew used to do punk fanzines. Um, they used to ask me to do photography. And again, it was like they cutting out little bits of paper, sticking them on there, photocopying them, zero, Xeroxing I think you call it. Um, and doing, you know, going going back in the eighties, all them punk fanzines. That was my. Um, so I kind of never learnt to draw. I was never very good at art at school. Didn't my art teacher didn't really like me. And I spent a lot of time outside for being naughty, basically. Uh, so yeah. So I think it, I've always been into photography, really. And I suppose it was uh finding that digital age and finding actually you know um when i get to uh, you know like when when the internet comes along and i I find photoshop and i can take all my photographs and enhance them and play around with them and that's kind of that's kind of where my sort of ideas you kind of went digital
1: before technology so Mm -hmm. did did the advance of technology through the 90s and 2000 was that easier or harder on you
5: oh easier easier more tools yeah yeah for me it was you know like i've you know, I used to use film, um, and then sort of stopped doing it for quite a long while, actually. And then finding a digital camera, picking up a digital camera for the first time, taking that photograph, and actually then being able to print it out sort of within seconds, or viewing it on a screen, that was that was a revolution. And that was then I started playing around with fo- photos and stuff like that, and changing the skies and the colours and all that, and start, starting sort of doing pop arty things with them. And yeah, I suppose that's how we really that's how I kind of progressed.
0: So, how would you describe your style? I mean, one of the iconic I, I images that I, that I see of your work is with the, um, you know, the, the old school London phone booth, mm-hmm. right? With different um, pop icons represented in, in, within them, and uh, and so how how would you characterize the work that you do? Um,
5: oh, that's really um, hard. I, well, I, I suppose it is it's pop art, um, and almost. That D7606 is almost like a, it's almost like a brand. Almost, it's um, a lot of people saying about. I always use that on my artwork, and it is, and it's almost that branded thing. Really, I suppose. Uh, um, some people say it may be too commercial, but again, but for me, I just make. I like colors. Um, I like taking images of iconic people. You know, um, as I started, you know, when I started with Audrey and Marilyn. I suppose they're the obvious ones, and but taking those. 1950s 1960 icons with the bright colors um I'm just creating something that looks nice on a grotty door really you know so yeah
0: and you're not only a an, an, a street artist but you also um you follow a lot
5: of art you love looking mm. at
0: seeing different oh, yeah. walls painted around the world us. and so yeah, yes. so, yes, i am i am
5: indeed yeah yeah well, well in fact sometimes i think actually I kind of enjoy doing my photography more than my artwork. Sometimes I actually do more photography than I do artwork. So, um yeah, so it's almost a secondary thing. Like in a way, my photography, I suppose, is my priority. When I'm when I've got spare time, I go out with my camera, looking at other people's artwork, capturing that, and trying to create a picture. Trying to create well, a picture itself is art, isn't it? And and I like to like I like to look for the puddles on the floor. I like to get a different angle. I like to then photoshop things and edit them and do them color splashes and all that sort of stuff so um, but again that's you know that's taking someone's good art and making a good picture out of it maybe hopefully I'll do that right but
0: and how do you find that that, that benefits you to be able to be out there on the street uh, appreciating the the art and then uh, then going over to put your 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 own work up there how do you does that um, do you do you scout out locations when you're doing it
5: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah well, I, I, I was going to say that it's the two go perfectly together because when i'm out looking for the latest piece by someone else uh, one they've probably got it in a really good place i think oh that's a nice door next to it that's all or or if i see a big mural usually around the corner from a big mural there's a little alleyway and then again that's going to be that perfect little place to to put my own work really so yeah the two go hand in hand definitely do you consider yourself a spot jockey do you know what that is? That's no. like side. break it down. We, for him. we
4: call it like side biting. Oh yeah, side biting. Oh, side someone else <laughs> is a big name. Oh, all right, okay. Um,
5: I think when I first started, I was guilty of that. I think I think when I first started put my first ones up, it was like I'd see one of my favourite artists, and I think oh, I'll just put that next to him because it looks nice, and I thought it looked nice. But but as you kind of learn, you kind of realise that no, that kind of pisses a lot of people off actually. Yeah. When you because someone wants the picture of whatever the piece is, they don't they don't want something else in it. So I must admit, I I avoid that now. Um, occasionally, the, the, there's other... They usually, uh, sti- like other guys who do stickers and paste up, well, we have that kind of bond where if I see one of his or hers and then I always put my next to it, we take a photograph, we send each other and they do the same. Um, like, the, this time I'm in uh, New York, every, like every time I see a sticker by Kafka, Kafka is famous, then I put a sticker next to it. We're doing that kind of we're pl- that playful thing that we do. So, yeah, we do it deliberately, but... But watch out for the cats.
1: You know, you can only play with them for so long. Exactly, yeah. They, they, they scratch, yeah.
5: Hello, Kafka. How are you, brother?
1: We miss you. <laughs> I hope things are well, and we will continue to talk about you. Just not right now. So, Bite Girl, when was the first time you saw Dee's work out there?
2: Um, Actually, I met you before I saw your work, mm-hmm. because I met you at the Brooklyn is the Future show. What was it? Five years ago now, I guess? Um, Four?
5: Twenty. 20- Fifteen, I think, was it? Fifteen? No, it would have been 14? fourteen. Fourteen. 14 yeah, fourteen. yeah, yeah, so mm-hmm. four 14,
2: years, four yeah. So four years yeah. ago. Four um, years ago. And then started finding your work all over the streets mm. while you were here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was good. That was a that was a good show.
5: It was. Yeah. It was. It was, it was a good year for us there. We, we I think 2014 we certainly got up more stuff than we did on the last couple of times we've been here. Mm. So yeah, yeah, fourteen was a good year. There was a lot more. There's not more places to put stuff. Yeah, up then, well, than that's there is now. definitely yeah. changed in New York.
2: Yeah, there definitely. it is. There are less places. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So speaking on that, what what are your impressions of how things have changed uh, between your visit last time and this time? I mean, how do you, do you, are there dramatic changes? Are they subtle differences in terms of uh, what the street art scene looks like to you from uh, from a visitor's eyes, or?
5: Um, I've got to say well really I think, I think this time well actually surprisingly there's still a lot of stuff that was still here from, from when, we were, when we were last here in 2016 but again it's, it's, it's I suppose it's the volume of them it's, them it's them nice grotty walls them doorways and everything and you and, like you go there and there's a great big condo gone up you know we um, were walking around Williamsburg and then you know you, sort of the top of like Kent Street go, going up that way as you're going towards Greenpoint that was all used to be industrial now it's two, three million. Let's talk about
1: what it used to be. Oh. I'm from Brooklyn. I was born okay. in, in this neighborhood, 40 years old. So growing up, I didn't go to Williamsburg before I had a client there with a business in my late 20s. There was no reason to go to North Brooklyn 20, mm-hmm. 25 years ago. It just There it, it was nothing there. It was mm-hmm. warehouses mm-hmm. and businesses and trucking yards and prostitutes you know, well, yeah, no, there we, were prostitutes I was not in the market for that <laughs> years ago. not in the market <laughs> yeah, for that back exactly. door.
5: Oh. Okay. <laughs> thank you John we've not seen any of those have we no, no. no. so it's, it's
1: amazing the change the transformation mm-hmm. especially I'd say the last 12 15 years mm-hmm. um, how long are you coming to New York back and forth like regularly when would you say like I first started uh, to recognize New York
5: well we've uh, this is only our third no fourth third time, four, time. third time third time here. so yeah so we've Th- th- three times in five years, so, and um, hopefully we'll come back again next year. So, yeah. Um,
1: well, people are spending money now. Lots of mm-hmm. commissions, lots of buildings going up, mm-hmm. a lot of private <laughs> projects. I mean, honestly, all you would have to do in order to want to stay here is just hustle a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Christy, talk to us about how awesome C three's women and their fire <laughs> hair, and tell us about. Oh, I love those oh, little, I, I love those ask little
4: girls. You about
3: the collaboration with wordsmith
4: oh yeah yeah so um wordsmith actually got in touch with me saying he was coming to london and um we don't really live that near there but i was like i love his work if you come in yeah we'll meet you we'll hang out take you to a few spots and then i was saying to d oh my god i'd love to do a collab with him but it's wordsmith and i was like you know he you know and i'm just see free sort of thing and then he said to me just message him all he can do is say no so i messaged him and asked him and he was just like oh my God, I love your work, I'd love to do it. So we kind of had a little chit-chat of like what words he'd do, and then we came up with the girl that I have with the umbrella, and then we met down in London, did the first collab, and it just worked together so well mm-hmm. that we just kind of went from there. And then we went to L.A. Uh, last year, and we met up with him and, and Meg Zaney as well, and mm-hmm. we hung out, and then we did some collabs that he did as well for a show that he had. So I love working with words. And here. you had Prince yeah um, yeah we did the Prince, and they sold out really quick i think we were sat at home and i was like oh yeah the Prince have gone live and then we looked and i was like oh they've sold out which <laughs> was you know an amazing thing to do you know especially in america being from the uk mm-hmm. so but yeah i love working with yeah, him yeah it works and, so well
3: together yeah. it's very complimentary oh, do you think there'll be a future
4: uh collab with him um i'd say so yeah yeah Ooh, no. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's, it's not in the, it's, exclusive well there's nothing it's in not the pipeline but i imagine there will be is there well, um, put it into the universe
3: <laughs> is there another artist that possibly you would like to collaborate with um oh <laughs> huh?
4: oh yeah molly Morley. yeah <laughs> again another you know similar to kind of words with the words and because i've followed him for ages and again i just have a because I'm quite into my music and song lyrics influence sometimes where my girls mm. come from and again it's the whole word thing and I think if you can bring that emotion into a piece mm-hmm. and especially the two they just work together so well yes, so it does. yeah
1: you said a keyword music
4: <laughs> now we
1: want to know what you listen to um, what you like what you like while you're creating <laughs> what do you like?
4: Well, my music, Dee absolutely hates, so...
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll ask his opinions on your music in a
4: second. <laughs> See, growing up when I was in my teens, I, I will admit I was a full-on emo girl. Like, full-on, you know, listening to, like, Taking Back Sunday, Alkaline Trio, all of that sort of thing. Um, still listen to it a bit now, but... Because Dee's into, like, all this old kind of punk stuff... He's educating me. I guess he would say little kind of punk stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Big punk stuff. Okay, yeah. alright. Yeah. yeah, so he's educating me on my music a bit more. I suppose it's yeah. She see, like so. plays
5: something and she like thinks it. Oh,
4: and he's like, oh no, this sounds like whoever from when I was young. Yeah, so. so
5: yeah, it's a bad cover usually. So
4: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. So D, what do you like to listen to when you're working?
5: Um... Probably show my age, but everything I listen to is probably like 30 years old now. I, I very very rarely listen to anything current. In fact, I couldn't tell you anything current really. So it's uh, I don't know the things I like. I love like I love the American punk. like all the stuff from the West Coast, uh, all the sub pop stuff, Nirvana and Tad and Fugazi, Sonic Youth, that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, that's sort of when I'm on my own and I yeah, that's the sort of stuff I listen to. But then I, I do listen to. I like poppy stuff, I like Blondie, I like all the 70s, you know, I even like the Bee Gees, but, you know, sh- <laughs> stuff like that, you know, even stuff like that, you know, when Bobby I really want to chill, yeah. The music. Yeah, talking about okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, the yeah. music
3: that you like is shown in your work, like Ian Curtis, mm-hmm. uh, the Sex Pistols, mm-hmm. like you said, Blondie, yeah. the Ramones.
5: Yeah, definitely, yeah, 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 for me, when when I think about a piece of art that I want to do, it's nearly always, it's going to be music based, so yeah it's definitely it's going to be Kurt Cobain or Ian Curtis and yeah yeah
1: okay you just caught a big commission you can only listen to one album mm-hmm. what album is it going to be while you're working you're next
4: I can say mine already it'd be um, Green Day Nimrod Ooh. yeah already that's one of my like, if I don't know what to listen to go to album put it on loved it when I was in my teens and still love it now no, so.
1: that's not that's not emo that's no yeah but a good album yeah Erica (laughs) believes that Green Day's you know career went downhill after Dookie she knows knows Uh. every lyric to Dookie (laughs) Uh, it is a party trick but ask her to bust out the lyrics to any first Green Day (laughs) album song she'll pull it out but I like Nimrod Nimrod's a good one yeah
4: I think after American Idiot I think that's where it kind of went down it, yeah
1: give me the opportunity to sell out that hard someday and I will do exactly the
5: same thing <laughs> well yeah they true. went from, they went oh, from yeah. arenas to Broadway so yeah. what's your oh, album but the
2: Broadway show was insanely good yes yes mm. it they really were was
5: so my album if I, I don't know if I could pick one now maybe if I could say let's have some music and I I, I don't know probably, no you have to yeah, this is it'll be you gotta pick it I'd probably pick a Blondie album so it's something easy it's uh, Sunday it's Eat to the Beat maybe or Parallel Lines yeah
1: so. John, same question. Uh,
5: you know,
0: I, I actually, yeah, I'm terrible at this. I would say <laughs> either like a U2, uh, U2 album. I love U2. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like UB40. Like you know, Rat in the Kitchen is a great song for me. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I would stick with U2. I think that was my very first concert I went to uh, my sophomore year of high school. I went to Joshua Tree, so at the Cow Palace in San Francisco. Ooh, cool. All right, guys,
1: so let's talk about 2018, the art scene, where your work is shown, your work is seen, your work is digested. Uh, Even from your first trip to New York, 2013, 2014-ish, the world and the art world has absolutely been turned on its ear with Instagram. Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah,
5: definitely. Now
1: your several accounts, your four or five <laughs> accounts between you guys has a stunning amount of followers and congratulations for building that. I'm okay. sure that those were not bought and that was No, that was no, definitely not. not. I'm sure of it. They're, they're
5: not all Russian girls on the <laughs> no.
1: But now how does that how does that change the way that you not the way your work is consumed, that's obvious. But how does that change the way that your work is produced?
4: Mm, that's the thing for me Over the last couple of years I've thought a lot more about my placement because I think when my girls are so small, if I put them just in the middle of a wall, it doesn't work. Whereas if I find them down low, they look cute, but then you are also thinking it'll make a really good picture. If I find, you know, that corner in a rusty window and you put it there, it's gonna look good. So, you know, the placement's good for the street, but then I suppose the subconscious is it'll make a really good Instagram picture, which I think a lot of people probably wouldn't admit but when you do take them and they're hidden in those little corners, get the picture right, and you know it'll get more likes, which isn't why I do it. I like it because of where they're hidden, but Instagram does influence, you know, certainly in the last few years where I've put my work because now they get photographed more.
1: So I get it, and that makes a lot of sense because you're not just, you have your work and you're putting your work somewhere, but then you're Mm. also creating the canvas of the photo to show your work off the best, which is something a gallery could never do. Yeah, definitely. You know, you not necess- You don't necessarily have to be a street artist in mm. order to show your work well on the street and make it attractive. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so D, it's obvious uh, with, with your your photography
5: interests that that's part of what you do when you post your own. Um, well, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. For, for me, it's actually. Well, I am an. I'm talking well, about being an artist. I I was on Instagram before I became an artist. So I've only ever known Instagram as far as promoting, seeing my work and, and actually sort of put putting it out there really. So and for me because I am a photographer, when I put something up, I I will instantly I will look is that going to is that going to be a good photograph? And more often than not, probably 90% of the time when I put something up, it's about creating a photograph. It's about making it look good. Sometimes you get up because it's the right place and it's uh, you know and it's and maybe you haven't got the time, but more often than not. It's about creating a photograph um so it doesn't necessarily affect the product the
1: creation of the production of the work but it, it, it directly affects the advertising of the work uh, the placement the pl- placement. It, yeah.
5: placement yeah placement is everything and that's you know i, I cringe when i when, when i go right to the bottom of my fa- facebook feed and even my my, um, uh, my 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 instagram feed i cringe at some of the placement when i first did but now it's <laughs> but we but we can walk around for hours and hours mm. and hours. I mean, in fact we've been here a week and we've hardly put anything up because the placement's not been placement right. Placement hasn't been right. Yeah. And you could just, you know, I could just find a blank wall and go pop, 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 pop. But it would look crap. So, you know. Tina, you know,
1: John's a professional as well when it comes to his <laughs> posting. Uh, John, I'd like you to just speak a little bit about your regimen and um, how you know, <laughs> young photographers out there can, can potentially someday be like you.
0: Yeah, I like to say that I kind of vomit all over all over Instagram because I I do probably post more often than I should. But I feel like I have so I like I'm out every day on the streets, checking out all the work that I see and then I've just got all these pictures that I want to share with people and I like to I like to be able to share with people, you know. And I usually do put where places are and where you can find them unless, you know, I've been asked explicitly not to. Um just because I like to be able to share that. I love when people, people do that for me, so I do it, but um but I I do it yeah basically every three hours is when I post a picture so um a like a baby yeah. yeah it's like feeding a baby so <laughs> I, I, yeah I usually have an alarm that goes off no I don't go that far but we but
4: did um, we did look at your Instagram before we came here to know the locations of all the murals and stuff we wanted yeah, to so see thank you, so you very so much for
5: that. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you I'm glad that. it was useful yeah. I'm glad to get some was. feedback yeah, so it, was. it
4: makes it a lot easier for us so. for yeah. sure especially if you're he-
0: here for a short amount of time yeah. then you mm-hmm. can you know because sometimes if if I go to another. Another country or another state or whatever, I do like to to be able to find locations, especially because you're not really familiar with mm-hmm. uh, you know where the, the hot spots are. So yeah. that's good.
2: And they change. They do. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so who have
0: you been excited to see on the streets since you've been here? Is there any artists that you're like, oh, cool? It's, or is it ones artists that you've known for a while and you see them around that it's not like an excitement for seeing their work? Or
4: I think we're always excited to see City Kitty's work because it's so. Different every time you see it, so yeah. and you're walking along, and he's got these bigger pieces. You guys are all about the cats, oh, yeah. <laughs> we are. Um, but yeah, so we'll see his, and they'll either be really big pieces, or you'll be walking along and be like, Oh, look, there's a tiny one there. Um, and Bunny M, and um, recently, oh those little stickers yeah. are insanely then, cool. Have they? you seen the big one that she's done on Freedom Alley as well? The big bow, and it's yeah. all got like the tiny little glittery bits like that for me. I look at it and think. I'd really love to kind of incorporate something like that into my work but then I think the big glitter I don't know I've put glitter on my girls before but not to the extent where would you
1: find a mixed media artist around (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) you live with one no yeah yeah Yeah.
4: but yeah what about you yeah I'm
5: gonna say well fellow, I I think on sort of painting wise definitely Sonny but you know we've we've mm-hmm. now found all these lions yeah. and tigers and, uh, and whatever Sunny Sundance yeah, 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 yeah. And bears oh my yeah bears <laughs> no, oh no it's not oh alive. It's not like we still haven't seen the bear yet we still haven't got there yet but yeah um, but oh so, it's worth seeing it's yeah, brilliant yeah, yeah. congratulations
1: so, to Sunny on his recent show mm. yeah uh, it was great it
4: was
1: good success and mm. I heard a lot of prints I heard one person walked in bought one of every print wow, wow. Yeah, flew that. in from Canada cool. oh, wow.
0: and okay. bought one of every print good for you Sunny
1: keep kicking butt and we'll see you soon uh, Christy. Yeah. What? Okay. I want you to pick the ideal collab partner for C three. <laughs> Go.
3: Um.
0: She's gonna. She's gonna. Pull I'm it glad over. you're putting uh, okay. her on the spot yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> I spread it around, John.
3: Oh my goodness. Uh, oh goodness.
2: Bite girl. Oh, well, she mentioned Bunny M, which would yeah. be. Oh, cool. yeah, yeah, my God,
4: yeah, been, that, 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 would, that would be just incredible. So. <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening. <laughs> I do think
0: City Kitty would be a good club. Have you ever thought of that?
4: Well, oh, well, well the, yeah. Oh, well, we actually <laughs> did one night, actually. Yeah, so. oh. <laughs> 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 Another sold exclusive.
1: So let's get back to Instagram for a quick second. Um, obviously. Uh, your art isn't just for public consumption, uh, you sell it? Mm-hmm, sometimes. Right. Not, not that much, well, but... That's, is that the goal? Would we like to sell more art? Not really, no. no oh, to art. be honest. Okay, no. now we're talking. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> no. please, please explain to me why.
5: Um,
4: for me, well, I'll go. Um, you go first. Because I have a few people asked me before, just like in general, tip tat and for me, I think if I thought, I have to produce this piece, I have to sell it to make my rent this month, you know, to pay the bills, I wouldn't enjoy it. And for me, when I draw my girls, I have to do it when I'm in the right mood. Otherwise, there's been times where, like when we were getting ready to come here, I was like, I need to get some girls drawn up to come. And I was forcing myself to do them, and they didn't look right, so I ended up just scrunching them up and throwing them away. So for me, I like to kind of feel like I'm doing it for the right reason, because I want to. Whereas if I had to do it, I think I'd end up hating doing it. But that's just, that's for me, (laughs) so... Yeah.
5: How about you, Dee? Um, similar kind of thing. I thought, um, for me, it's it's probably a, a time thing. Um, I have another job, unfortunately, um, and then and there again, I'm lucky that pays my rent, so I don't need to sell work to pay my rent. So I'm I'm very privileged to be in that position. Um, but to be honest with you, I like doing the stuff on the street. I like my photography. Um, yes, I do do prints occasionally. I don't I, I think I've done a print run for nearly twelve months now. Um, enjoy doing them when I do them and it's, it's good to actually see your work um, printed and presented nice and cleanly but I don't know ultimately I don't like my work being presented cleanly I don't like seeing my work up on gallery walls I don't think it I like to see it on a grotty door in the lower east side yeah. to be honest with you that's
1: a lot of people take personal satisfaction different ways yeah for you money isn't a part of the art no no now would you change that if you could would you um, let the art pay the bills if the if the check started being offered?
5: Yeah. I think if the cheques were offered, then I'll take it because then that for me would allow me to do so much more with my work. More travelling. Yeah, more travelling. Yeah. And then I could travel more and see more places and take more pictures of sounds other like people's art, like, maybe. Sounds like you
1: don't need another commission. It sounds like you need a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you need someone uh, you know, that can give you airline tickets every month. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then I can carry on.
5: Because yeah, it costs so much money flying around the world. It does, though. So. Yeah, so if someone would like to sponsor me, you know, to fly around the world and take photographs, and I'll do a little bit of art as well just to please them, then yeah, I'd be happy to do that, yeah. yeah. A patron. Yeah, give up, give up the day job, you know, yeah. Wouldn't be like to do that, Yes.
0: So food-wise, what oh, have yeah. you been enjoying while you've been here in New York?
4: Well, just around the corner from where we're staying is Vinnie's Pizza, which has the Invader and the Sweet um, and yeah. We've been there nearly every night. Greenpoint, nice. yeah, um, and we had what was the one we had the other night? I think it was like Vinny's great grandma or grandpa. I think it was the one that it was like pepper, garlic pepperoni, and oh, it's just so good. The best um, pieces, yeah, so good. Um, oh, we had some amazing donuts the other day, and um, when we were down in Williamsburg, yeah, I can't remember what it was called. Most though. expensive donut expensive I've ever, donut had in ever. My ever. Life, but it was but, nice. Yeah, we've been walking around loads, we were tired, so we were just like, oh, let's just go in there, and it was. Yeah, I can't even remember how much it was, but it was good. So yeah, it was nice. Like- you heard it
1: here first. <laughs> Two people from Manchester <laughs> say that New York has good pizza. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Have you ever had pizza in Manchester? I, I, well. I, I, unfortunately, I've never been to England. So, what
2: is Manchester known for? What is the one thing that you do that's actually
4: worth it? What do you mean, like food wise? Yes. Um, well, not so much Manchester, but just out of Manchester. Um, they do a thing called a butter pie. And it's just basically like really creamy mashed potato and cheese and onion in a pie. And because I I lived in Birmingham for almost 10 years. And then when I moved north to live with Dee, he said, oh, have you ever had a butter pie? And I was like, what? says this and was like oh no you have to try one and then when I had it that was it but unless you're from that area in the north you've never heard of a butter pie but they're amazing
0: and is it a handheld kind of pie or is it um, like a whole no
4: thing? it's not like a huge pie it's like a, a, it's a small one they mainly sell them for when you go to like football well what you call soccer games and stuff like that you get them but mm-hmm. yeah a butter pie thank
1: you for translating it's very nice of you <laughs>
3: city uh, what's another city that you love to photograph street art in or just um. explore street
4: art in visiting wise we love to go to Portland in Oregon um, we've got friends oh, yeah. there we know you know Rx and Vox and um, Scam mm-hmm. Kitska all of them guys we love going there just because of like the wheat pace that are there and seeing friends and hanging out and um, photography wise um, oh, Paris, every, Paris. <laughs> every time for me I love
5: Paris yeah if I could go to Paris I don't know. Every weekend I will go to Paris. Every weekend at the moment, I love that place.
0: Yeah. And you can take the train pretty quickly from, mm. from Manchester to get there. Oh uh, yeah, yeah.
5: You, you can get the train. It takes yeah, it's about three hours to London, and then a couple of hours the interchange, and then yeah, within yeah, six seven hours you can be in the centre of Paris really. So yeah, dead easy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So let's get back to letters and numbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's, let's talk about your names. Um. D7606 sounds like a product number to me. It sounds like <laughs> a serial number. It sounds like a robotic... A plane. It sounds like something mm. that is one of many. Delta
2: 7606.
1: Like D7606 next to D7607 and D7608. I think,
5: I think if you Google it, I think it's a part for a Mercedes engine, I believe. But that isn't where it came from, actually. So. I was half right. You were, yeah. If you Google it you, and put it on eBay, put D7606. You don't get fancy artwork. You get Mercedes parts, I think. <laughs> I don't know what it is I have no idea what it well, is At least it's fancy car yeah. parts. But That's not why you picked it though No Why did you pick it? Um, well when I was growing up I was I love trains um, I used to love to go to see Watch trains um, And I used to photograph trains um, And my favourite train number was D7606 So that's where it came from But Yeah so when I first discovered the internet, like you know, when you ever go on anything, they want a username, password, and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, oh, and I always used to use d7606. That was always the thing I used to use. So when it came to, I decided I wanted to be an artist one day. I need, I need a name. I'd already got the co.uk, I got the com. I'd already that that was the one I always used to use. I thought, oh yeah, it works, doesn't it? And you know, and actually, yeah, it's kind of weird how we ended up. Yeah. D7 <laughs> married C3 it was kind of a bit of a yeah, but, yeah, but yeah I was thinking we were going to be luck. when you walked in today
0: we were going to be mid game in Battleship and I was going to say D7 and she was going to say C3 and same, you sunk my Battleship oh wow <laughs> it was an elaborate scheme I tell you But
4: well, we were really that's why you weren't doing it then so <laughs> how
1: about you young lady
4: well mine I was started doing my dry I started doing little stickers and like at the time when I lived in Birmingham they were like oh you need a, to have a name on them and I was like "Oh, you know I suppose so sort of thing and at the time I had a Scrabble ring on that was C3 and as you look down on it, I was like oh C3 so it's not as interesting but yeah Scrabble because
5: the C is three points yeah That's the did you
1: win
4: the
5: game?
4: always mm. oh, <laughs> so are you big board game players? Board games? Um, No, no, No. not so much. (laughs) Next question. (laughs) (laughs) I stopped that
0: conversation, didn't I? (laughs) Sorry, John. John, will speak about that after, about the continuity of the recording.
1: You don't ask yes, no questions. Sorry, yeah. Here's how you do it. What do you guys like to do?
4: There we go. Well, we've actually, um, well, almost a year now, I've had a little dog. So he is literally in my life and being here, i yeah, I'm missing him so much, so, yeah. We would have
1: dog sat for you, just so you know, Next, <laughs> week. We love dogs, we dog sit for artists all the time. Oh. True story.
4: Yeah, but if he was here with us anyway, then I'd just take him around the streets, but no, he's at a, a little borders and I'm making him send me pictures, like, every day, so. <laughs> but other than the dog, um, well, we just kind of go around taking pictures of art or putting it out, really, that's the main thing that we kind of do, so. Yeah,
1: just like everybody at the table. And <laughs> the, the <choice laughs> yeah. You're one of us.
4: <laughs> what kind of dog is he? Oh, he's a Cavapoo. He's the most cutest little thing ever. He's called Biscuit because he's almost the colour of like ginger biscuits. So poodle and King Charles Cavalier. Oh, I've seen so a lot. A little guy. Yeah, I've seen a lot of. I think the cockapoos in New York I keep seeing loads of them. So he's like a smaller version of those. So yeah, yeah he's really cute.
5: But most co- <laughs> but most cavapoos have short legs and he has, and he's got yeah, long legs. Yeah, he's got legs, the so poodle, so he's got the long legs. Yeah, so he's a little um. bit taller than most co- uh, cavapoos. He's more like a cockapoo, really. Anyway. Mm, Does no. it, sort of. Did it go to his head, his, ex- his extra height? It definitely <laughs> <laughs> went to John's head. He can <laughs> be cheeky, so maybe. Oh, yeah. There you go. He likes ball games as well, doesn't he? So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like John. What's
1: that?
0: <laughs> 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 So, Biker, when, how
1: about C3's work in the street? Any, uh, oh, any yeah. notable?
2: Well, I was really excited last week when I found a piece, uh, one of your new bolt-ups. Which one, uh, sorry? One of the ones that you put on the boards and you bolt to the signs, Oh we well, call bolt-ups. Oh, okay. Um, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. those. Yeah,
4: so that spot, we actually, well, I actually put a piece on there three years ago, I mm-hmm. think it was. Mm-hmm. And she was up there for a long time. And then we were just wandering around Bushwick on our first day here. And I saw the little sign. I was like, it's empty. Let's get her back on there. That's, That's still a very, very yeah. good neighborhood. Yeah, well, it we really looked It's still there. kind of gritty. Yeah. And
2: there's still some yeah. good doorways really? there. Oh, yeah, attend. definitely. Well, it
4: was, we were walking around there. And um, again, one of my little girls was on the door. And we were just kind of stood looking like, right, where do we go from here? And then Dee was like, look in that corner. And there was just literally like almost, I call her like a ghost of a girl and she was all rusty and it was literally just the outline left of the paper and she was just coming through and in London you wouldn't really get anything that would stay there because someone will be like oh look it's gone over let's put something there now but to see her still there sort of like three years on and just kind of all faded oh I just love seeing them like that it's I great know. yeah all weather do you call them bolt
1: ups over there what do you call
4: them um I don't really know no I don't know what we'd call them but. <laughs> they're fun to find yeah yeah definitely
0: yeah and sometimes they do actually it's weird I think with any kind of piece you put up it's surprising to me that sometimes some pieces will stay a really long time bolted up and then other ones you know within a day they're gone and I don't oh, yeah. I don't know if it's dependent on the place or or what, but it's, it's just surprising to me. There's some I just keep passing by. I'm like, oh, it's good that it's still up there. Well, it yeah. also
2: depends on the artist because there's True. certain yeah. ones that I see that they stay up for a long time <laughs> and you can pretty much take them if you want them. Yeah. But people also use all kinds of different techniques. I've seen yeah. all kinds of different nuts and people putting epoxy on the back mm. and bending the bolts and all kinds of efforts to make them untakeable.
4: Oh, yeah. I've heard, I don't know who... This is a few years ago, I heard someone actually quite brutal crush, crushing up glass and putting that in the paste, so then they'd paste that over, so if anyone wanted to get the wheat paste off, you'd just cut your hands. A bit Ooh. E- extreme. But, but we don't but, do that. Yeah, but we eyes. don't do that. <laughs> no. so. That would be hardcore uh, yeah. punk for sure. Yeah, definitely, yeah. but yeah. I've heard of guys putting other things in the wheat paste as well, but whether that helps the glue on it, I don't know, but... <laughs> do not know. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> How about, um, have you ever seen your work ripped off, uh, either literally or figuratively?
5: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was in, I was in Sheffield a few years ago and there's, I, I put quite a big piece up. It was a, like a six foot, uh, phone booth up. Um, and I actually went back and it, I, cause I knew it was peel, peeling away a little bit. So I went back to do a repair on it. So I was there just doing the little corners and, um, and this council official was stood behind me watching me doing it. So I turned around and I went, oh, hello. Um, And she informed me that I was, you know, littering and I was making their beautiful city untidy, which was a bit of a nonsense because the street I was in was like, yeah, it was not a beautiful street at all. And in fact, the only thing beautiful about the street was the street art that was in it. So I pointed out that this is the beauty within this street and I kind of get you the rest of the area, the rest of the city. Um, So she actually, she just took the corner where I just glued down and just ripped it right in front of me. So, yeah a few choice words i might add so yes so i i was yeah i was very upset actually I, was, I could not believe that she did it right in front of me she just ripped it off the wall i thought do you know how long that took to put up there <laughs> it sounds yeah. like it's time to start using some glass yeah, yeah. 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 yeah but i was kind of thinking that, you know like it me like you know it I me three hours to drive to sheffield and then three hours to drive home and all the effort and the uh, you know, and, it, and at the end of the day, them six footers cost money as well. It's like, yeah, I was, yeah.
4: But I think the thing as well is she said to him that he was littering. He was putting it on the wall, but when she ripped it all off, she just left it all on, yeah, the, she floor. Left it on so, the floor. So, and then you had this big ripped up mess on the wall, and it looked even worse. than it you should have yeah. called the cops on her for littering, yeah. right?
5: Yeah. <laughs> but I did pick it all up and make it tidy because I do. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Where are you guys headed next? After here, not just home. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Paris, two weeks time. So, yeah. uh, one of my favorite artists got a show there, Sticky Peaches, so I'm definitely going So, We it. know um, him. Yeah. He yeah. comes cool. to New York cool. occasionally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I've never met the guy. We've always missed each other, so this time we will, uh, our paths will cross, so yeah, I'm looking forward to yeah.
0: They have, um, well, have you been to the Spin? It's a ping pong, uh, like club. Uh, they're, they're all over the, the, the country here, but Sticky Peaches has a bunch. There's one in New York City... Where oh, okay. he has a bunch of pieces down oh, around the tables, I like can yeah. get information. Oh, beautiful but, Yeah, so it's there's a cool. bunch. There's one in Portland if you're out there too. So it's called Spin, and it's just a ping pong uh, place. But they've got artists, uh, street artists who do work all within the cool. um, within the building.
4: So we'll, we'll have to check that out. Yeah, thanks, Sean. You <laughs> sure. Give us dress light. Thank oh, you. Well. <laughs> so the address,
1: please. I will. Sold magazine is a world of knowledge. Yeah. Oh, good. And John is one of our compendiums. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: That's why he sits here.
1: Where else? Come yeah. on, give them another. Give them another sticky peaches.
0: Blah, that's I think thinking sticky peaches. I mean, you know, I obviously Montreal love it a lot. But, yeah. but here um, in New York City, I think that's the only place where I've seen. Yeah. Well, recently. there
2: is one that will be forever behind a building because there was oh. yeah. the Lisa Project Mulver- lot Mulberry Street, yeah. on Mulberry Street that they built the building. It was on the back wall, right beside Temper Tot by Ron English. That's also forever entombed in mm. a condo because it's almost finished.
5: Mm. I gonna yeah. say that's the only one I've seen, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he
2: had down there. Yeah. But he also has had some gallery pieces. That I've mm-hmm. seen a couple of gallery shows with mm-hmm. his work here in the city.
1: How about you see anybody, uh, I'm sure you didn't get ripped off the street, anybody steal <laughs> your stuff or make you feel the wrong um, way about it?
4: Again, a similar experience in Sheffield, actually. Um, we do a lot of urban exploring, and we were in an old building once, and there were these huge, big, old like industrial curtains for a door. And um, I had some pens and I was like, oh, that would be a really cool place to draw on my girls because it it was like this old big curtain and it looked really good. She was there for probably about a year, two Mm -hmm. years. And then someone who we know went and they sent me a picture and someone had literally got a very sharp knife and just cut a circle and cut this girl out of this big rubber industrial curtain in this abandoned building. And then there was this whole thing of like, oh, well, so-and-so was there a couple of weeks ago. Maybe it was them and maybe it was Mm so-and-so. And it was like... Whoever it is, you know, the building's going to get knocked down. They've probably, you know, they've Mm -hmm. taken it. But, yeah, there's been times when I've put girls up and people actually say, oh, that would look really cool on my wall. Where is it? And I'm just like, she's there for the street, like, you know, in the nicest way possible. You know, don't steal her. And I guess
0: that's where, you know, the other side of my providing locations sometimes can can be not such a good thing because mm-hmm. for those people who want to do that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I mean I always do it for people to enjoy to be able to see it because I and, and also to promote the artwork of the artist because I feel like, you know, the more eyes on it, the mm. more, you know, people are gonna it, the exposure of that artist and the work. So um, but there are also it's the other side of the coin that there are people who are yeah. have bad ideas about I it. I think
2: when it's a large painted wall, it's okay to give the location. Um, yeah. I think sometimes when it's a small little street piece that's kind of more like a little hidden treasure like a stick man or something like that, mm-hmm. that's when maybe you don't want to give the location unless someone messages you privately and then you know
0: and I definitely yeah. won't do it with, um, I, although I probably have in the past, but I wouldn't do it with invaders and that because I think oh, yeah. part of the game is, I mean, the, the fun of that is to be you able to find them. It, yeah. I mean, there's even yeah. the app about it, right? Yeah. So oh yeah, oh yeah.
4: yeah. D absolutely huge yeah. on the app. Yeah, oh, yeah,
2: yeah. I finally got a phone that I can use it on, <laughs> so I flashed my first Invader this morning.
4: And you get the little oh, yeah, cool. yes, <laughs>
5: exactly. Hundred points bonus city, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Exactly. Right. The, the the shriek that I get out of Erica when she sees a new one or we walk by one that she doesn't have. She, I've never <laughs> seen her go for her phone so fast as to pull out that Invader
2: app. She's going to get some from uh, Madrid here in a few oh, days. Oh. oh, you for did a wrong? Uh, There's none in Madrid. Oh, but there are some in Rome? <laughs> yeah, there
5: are. Yeah. Have you guys been Rome? No, not yet, no. No, but it's on my list for Invaders, actually. That's on my Invader list. I went a list. couple of
1: years ago and Erica is going in, uh, in a month. Or, I'm Ooh. sorry, in a week. I'm cool. what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, bite girl. Before we let these guys go, um, let's run through some of our standard ask every artist questions. I don't think I don't think I'm going to get a good answer out of this one. (laughs) I'm
2: going to go with C first. Okay. Go ahead. Um, Your dream collaboration of all collaborations? Anyone? First living and then dead.
4: Oh my gosh, living would be Tara McPherson. I'm a huge fan of her. She was a big influence on me. Um, Dead. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I really don't know.
2: I could see you with one of the actual masters. It would be really cool Mm. to see a collaboration (laughs) with Raphael or something like that with your girls. Oh,
4: well, yeah, definitely. (laughs) A
1: melting dolly girl?
4: Yes. Ooh. Ooh, lots of good girl ideas. Yeah, lots of melting hearts.
5: (laughs) How about you, Dee? Same question. Um... I guess it would be Sticky Peaches, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're listening to Sticky, you know, <laughs> uh, it'd be nice. If I, had to, I might just ask him. No, maybe I won't. Um, yeah, Sticky Peaches. Then Dead. I don't know. Hmm. I suppose. You know what would be really great is to get a real Marilyn Monroe and put her in a real phone booth <laughs> in, in in England and then just photograph her and then just use that and just paste it all everywhere. There you you know. That so would yeah, be yeah, yeah, Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool.
1: So next question is. Advice for young artists. I usually say to before they get to where you want to be, but I'm not sure everybody, every artist wants to be uh, a, a part-time badass like you guys. <laughs> uh, so, how about how about some advice for for people coming up? Uh, you know, some do's and don'ts.
4: My do would be to respect the other artists that are on the walls as well. So a don't would be don't go over tags, don't go over people's work when you put it up because then you'll just get a lot of people not liking you and probably going over your work so if you want it to stay up and you know be on the streets don't go over people's work
5: and for me um yeah i think i think it's it's always hard to try and find something unique maybe but try and find a unique character or something a little bit different um and then whatever you do don't just take an A4 or an A3 piece of paper did you do A4 A3 it's full scrap or whatever you call it
4: so cut things out basically, basically don't just put a piece of paper Yeah. so if wall. you've got
5: a really <laughs> good character or a really good image cut it out um, that's a good one yeah that's a really too good many one. times I see yeah, that and I'm yeah. like
0: uh, it would look so much better if you just actually cut around this yeah. character instead yeah. of just put up this little yeah. poster that you didn't really spend it, it as
5: much time with. Yeah. I guess. I think. I think. I think if you take, you know, the, there are posters that I see out there. Take, take like Dane and Dee Dee. Their posters. Yeah, for they me, work when they when they put them up together because they seem to do it, they they work. But then you get other stuff that. I, kind of I think that their work is designed
1: to be canvas looking. Yeah, it so is. it's like it a, it's is. like their high fashion canvas yeah. on the street. But I understand what you're saying, where yeah. a lot of people will put up their image in the middle of a white piece of paper yes. and just slap that yeah. on, instead of boring. putting a little
5: it more time into it, it. it. Cut it out. Um, yeah. Like I, I think I probably it was my second, third kind of batch of images that I did. I, I got I got lazy and I I tried to do mini posters and I put up 84 4 pieces of paper and luckily I had a good artist friend who always used to say I hate I, I hate your work D but you know I, I love you and I loved him and I loved his work but he actually said to me you're being so lazy and, I, and, I, and he actually kicked my ass. and I thought do you know are you right because when I cut that image out and put it on the wall it looked well, hundred times better. Give
1: it. that artist's name a shout-out.
5: Who, who gave uh, you that good advice? It was a guy from London called 616. Um, a number? A number, number, yeah. 616, <laughs> yeah, another number. You guys yeah. just hang out all together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we just we just talk numbers, you know. Yeah, yeah. so he... So one he, big equation. So, so he gave me the one... He gave me, yeah, he gave me a really bad I time about it. and rightly yeah. So... so so it's don't go over
1: people on the street and put a little more time and effort into your work Thanks. before you just slap it up. Yeah. yeah. That's great advice. John, where would you um where would you disperse that type of advice? Is that a is that a a compendium maybe the end of the season we put together all the artists? Yeah, I think films? that'd be actually
0: a really good thing. We should put it all together because I think there's this is something we actually hadn't heard before as far as advice. You know, you sometimes we get advices Bit, you know, business wise, and that's obviously not really where your head is at in terms of your mm-hmm. art. So, um, I think this is a great thing, just for a practical um, application to, to putting your work on the streets. So, I think it would be great to do that at some point. Get all those ideas down, and just uh, for those new artists who are coming in, you know, so that they it'll save them some time. Mm-hmm. Let's do that with our first
1: annual episode. That could be fun. A little recap. I'm not sure I would ever put the time or effort into the editing to pull all that out of there, but it could be fun. We could read them
2: we need an intern for that
1: probably but uh <laughs> we don't have one so we will keep rolling and recording and keep it going but guys thank you so much for coming in today uh, thank we're thank gonna you. wrap it up is there um uh, uh please give your 19 instagram locations to the fans <laughs> so they can they can follow you appropriately please before we wrap it up let's make sure everybody can follow you
4: um i'm just c underscore free on instagram i've only got the one <laughs>
5: um, I have two. I have at D seven six zero six, which is majority of my photography work, and then I have D seven six zero six art, which is just my own work. So
1: now I also heard. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but there's also a D seven D seven six zero six street art. What is that?
5: That's a relative of mine. So oh, oh. it's not even you. No, it's not me. Uh, but it's, okay. someone uh, it's someone I know. It's someone I know. Is it okay?
1: We're cool with it. We should follow. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, hello, D seven six zero six street art. Yeah. <laughs> Alright guys, thank you very much for coming in today. Uh, We will see you in the streets. We are sold out.